0: The following podcast is scheduled for one-off with no time. Super Hot Fire, the greatest spectacle in podcast entertainment. Mr. That was literally verbal diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you. The are inspiring J.C.
1: You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up this. No, 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 no. Oh, you are no, such no, no, a no, 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 You are. You defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This, this is The Jobber, jobber.
0: Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jabberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestlemania. Alongside for the ride is JC. We are strapped in, ready to go. JC, where are we headed?
1: <laughs>
0: Buckle up, baby. We're on the road to... We're in the fast lane. Five days from
1: today, we're recording on a Tuesday is WWE Lane? There are now six bat- matches booked for that. But on Nestlemania, like a trend that we're going to get to, it sure seems like they don't care about it because... They started going crazy booking matches for WrestleMania, but we're going to get to that because I don't know if that's going to be Shine, but uh, we do have to start in the Shine WrestleMania, so uh, Mandy, take us in because uh, she's always in the Shine, but uh, I'm looking at my notes here, and my favorite thing from the week. Well, I know you made it your hope last week, and I made it my hope around Rumble time and WrestleMania. Hashtag JC hopes come true. Hashtag Nestle piggybacking JC's hopes oh, also came true. Orton versus Alexa in a match at Fastlane. I mean, this is literally what we wanted. Like I said on the Rumble episode of like, just seeing that graphic would make me so happy. And the fact that not only are we seeing the graphic, but did you see the cutout that you for Randy Orton in the graphic? It's the funniest picture of Orton. It makes it even better. This is perfect. We know we're going to get the return of The Fiend. Uh, it's setting up the WrestleMania match, but this is just... This is going to be so much fun. They kept it simple on Raw. They didn't give us much. We had Alexa in her backstage playground, not the ring playground, do a little promo. Orton responded. So we're on our way. This, I'm assuming, will be the main event of Fastlane. It should be the main event. It is the only reason to watch Fastlane on Sunday.
0: Yeah, You know what? That's probably a really good selling point. Although I I am quite curious to see how they do Apollo and uh, Big E. I think that's a a soft interest, I guess, at that point. Uh, No, but you're absolutely right. It's the one that sells pay-per-view. Because Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, as much as that's gonna be a good match, we already know the outcome of that one. So it's like, okay, you know. So and and I'm sorry, but Mac and Sheamus, I'm sure it will be a great match. But we already saw. It, I'm so... assuming
1: that's that's how the pay per view will start with Mac and Sheamus to get it hot with a little violence. But
0: well, everybody loves good violence. So I mean, you Again, know. Again, it's
1: inconsequential, which we'll get to later in the show. of Why it's inconsequential because of what they did. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I, for me, like this is this is the highlight of Fast This is why I will be watching Fast Lane. I do have to work uh, that night, so I might be on delay. But maybe I'll bring my iPad so I can watch this live. But, yeah, this is it. This is it, man. And I'm curious to see how they're going to do it because, like we spelled out in our hopes, they can do this a million different ways, and I think that's super exciting.
0: Right. When you don't know what's happening, that's the best kind of wrestling. So I I Mm -hmm. appreciate that very much. It could be many things Mm -hmm. that we get here, and uh, I'm excited too. Uh, It sounds like it's probably something that closes the show. Although, if you know yes. the main event, Mister Ua uh, uh, Table gets his way, he probably will be in the main event as well. No, this this needs to close the show because of how it will end. Okay. I think, in my opinion, here's open because it's it's the it's the most it's it piques the peaks of interest as we say. Uh, Theme of the day:
1: Here's hoping.
0: Here's hoping, right? <laughs> here's hoping because that's the whole show. Uh, here, this is the only thing that it, that I had on my shine that I thought was amazing was the best match of the week by far, by not bar none. Anything that I've seen this week uh, was the New Day versus the Hurt Business. I thought that match was incredible. Can't say good enough things about all four uh, competitors. I was just, I was taken aback on how good it was. I mean, I knew they're all really talented people, but sometimes, you know, they go, oh, it's a TV match. I'm going to go through the motions. They did not go through the motions on this one, especially with the tag switch. They went all balls to the wall. They had a lot of fun with it. You could tell that things were getting out of hand very quickly. It was good stuff all around, very physical. Then they had the hard hitting kind of stuff that I just... I love when Cedric just gets that little oomph on some of his stuff. And I just, overall, it was great. And then, like, just the the Mortal Kombat stuff made me laugh when he was like, get over here at the beginning. And then he yelled, toasty. Like, I just, I I, I laughed really hard because they find a way to be serious and funny at the same time. They don't do much of, like, they don't go too much in one direction. They find a way to balance it. And that's a hard act to do when you're funny and you're tough at the same time. And they do a great job, The New Day. And I thought The Hurt Business did a great job Throughout their tag team title reigns, they kind of had nothing going on because there's not many, you know, many tag teams that we consider in this division. But besides that, I thought it was an incredible match. There's one match this week that I think that you go back and watch. I think it's this match right here, especially if you like tag team wrestling when it's amazing. You get reminded all all the time when it's done correctly. It's the best match in the show, and this is the point. So uh, I'm sad to see that the the nickel. Raw Tag Team Championships go to the New Day because I thought the Hearst business has done so well that they should be kind of going into Mania and lose it. Uh, but uh, I'm sure, like I said previously in another podcast, that the New Day are PR machines. They love the New Day, so I, I would not, uh, you know, I would not be surprised if they hold on to those tag titles to at least WrestleMania, if not longer. So.
1: Yeah, no, I, I would think that now New Day is going to, kind of be the class of this division but I w- i'm kind of in the same ilk where honestly if you would have told me because they obviously had the match when the hurt business won the titles but i was like if you would have told me that this was the match at mania hurt business defending against new day like i would have been all for that because i would have been like that's my tag team wrestling match that i can look forward to because like you said that match was beautiful you know the commercials kind of kill momentum which is a shame but that's part of tv you know we ask sometimes for these longer tv matches they gave it to us so i'm not upset at that but at the same time it's just like This is one where I really thought they could drag it out because given they don't have a lot of tag teams and we're obviously going to get to uh, where they're going with it. um, But it is a shame, like you said, for the Hurt Business because I would have liked to see, like, I kind of love when you have a faction draped in gold. So obviously if you had Lashley going into Mania and these guys going into Mania with all the titles, I think that would have been a cool, exciting look. Instead, we had it for, what, two weeks, really? And they weren't really together because MVP and Lashley are kind of on their own, like, you know, doing their own thing for the most part. But um yeah i am i do feel i do feel for cedric and shelton because like you said i think they did a great job they just didn't have much to do i think they could have done a little more but it is what it is we got a great match out of it and everything about the new day makes sense they're 11 time champions for a reason they're amazing i love them their match at wrestlemania is still going to be awesome even though how we're getting there is whatever i just yeah i can't say anything bad ever about the new day man
0: yeah, I, it, you know, the only thing I can say bad about the match was that whoever was doing production did the pitcher and pitcher too many times, and it was dr- driving me insane with the Old Spice pitcher and pitcher I just couldn't do it, and they did—I mean, well, I get it. Well, guess there,
1: what, WrestleMania? What do you think? Old Spice is paying for everything, oh, so well, it's going to happen.
0: I get it, I get it, but I'm just telling you, I don't have to like it. I don't have to like That's it true. at all. Thank God there's a um, fast-forward button.
1: So I don't know if you are going to like this as much as I did— But besides those, the two things we already talked about, which one was really, like, two quick segments, and that was the match, my favorite, like, thing from Raw, and probably the entire week, besides the tag team title match, was as bad as this stuff is, it's become my favorite feud, and it's Braun and Shane. It is so fucking bad, it's good, man. Like, there's something about it, like, neither of these guys can fucking execute things well, but them going against each other, and what they're feuding over, and, like, just kind of, like, the way they're doing it, I'm enjoying it in a such a weird way. And I like I just said I think it's become my favorite feud on Raw. Feuding over Braun's stupidity is the simplest thing they could ever do, but it might be the most genius thing they've ever done because it just fucking works. It just fucking works. I don't I can't it's not something I can explain. And then obviously they do the match, which it didn't go how you would expect obviously, because Shane outsmarted Braun with the camera hitting him taking the advantage but then they just like went to a whole new level which got me thinking like i saw you tweet about nickelodeon they did slime so i was I'm like maybe i'll get more to this in my hope but it sure seems like that isn't by accident and obviously we're getting this match on sunday at fast lane but like i said in my hope maybe we can find a way because this honestly has been fun the last couple weeks i think it's going to be fun at fast lane and could be a fun part of wrestlemania as crazy as it sounds
0: I thought this week was a little bit more painful to watch, uh, but you know it is what it is, and I just I couldn't for the no life. Pay, of no me. no baby. I could, I you know it's weird, like <sighs> the fact that it was a it wasn't a match right away. They were having their promo, which it is what it is. Then they had a match later on, which I, okay, I knew something to god was gonna happen. But you gotta tell me, you know. I knew something was going to go on. Obviously, the elbow and the camera was a nice touch and all that stuff. The GAC or the Nickelodeon slime, whatever you want to talk about. That was a little weird to me, but I get they had to have insult to injury and what's more insulting than the insult thing. Although I did think that – I don't know if they did this on purpose or not, but I did harken back. I don't know if you remember earlier uh, in the year when we had the pandemic that – remember how Braun was supposed to be slimed by Miz and Morrison? So I thought that there was – I forgot about that. Yeah, so there's something there that they might be doing as well to be like, okay, it's a gag kind of thing. So I don't know. I don't necessarily hate it. You know what it is to me? It's like – I guess it's the best way I can describe it. And I know our boy Dommy is just – he hates it. Dom hates this shit. But I will say, I know TJ probably doesn't mind it. I know Ray Ray is the ray of sunshine, so he can't spin this in any way that he doesn't love Shane. So I look at it this way, right? You got your main events, your guys that you know are going to hit home runs – you got your utility players who are great all year and just deserve a spot at WrestleMania. And then you have guys in certain weight classes that just do certain things. And these guys are both terrible at promos, both very physical. They're in the right weight class with the right partner. So it's okay. Exactly. That's, that's I think, my point is just, like,
1: it's, it's something that, like, they, these two guys have such big deficiencies at places, but what they do well they do better than anyone. Like, Shane dies better than anyone. Braun Strowman kills things better than everyone. So when you put them together, what are we getting? And it's just like, uh, the way I look at it is when I'm watching, like, because I obviously don't watch this stuff live a lot. I watch it later at night sometimes or the next morning. So, like, it's easy for me to fast-forward stuff that I don't want. But, like, I don't even think about doing it because this is something is so unique from the rest of it. And it's fun in a different way. And when I'm watching this three-hour show, like, like the variety of it and just like the uniqueness of it. And it's not something you get to see every day. It just like, it's refreshing for me. So it's like, when I'm looking back in the week, I'm like, what did I enjoy the most? Fuck. It might be this awful Braun Shane stuff because it's the good kind of awful man. We talk about like people loving their own versions of trashy TV. This is our version of trashy wrestling that I think we can all get into. So, Hey, you know, and you know, the end game is going to be fun. It's going to be a car wreck, and every now and then you need a good car wreck, so literally might be a car we wreck. Got,
0: we got, what, three, four weeks left to see how good this is going to get, so. Stupid. I don't know how much more you can get, because is it going to be three, four weeks of bronze stupid? Care. I they, don't know.
1: I'm, I'm in, WrestleMania. If, if I can get to my WrestleMania power rankings, I should just put this bad boy number one, because fuck, man. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm sure the internet won't agree with you, but that's okay. Yeah, the internet, the internet, like they're a bunch of fucking babies about a lot of things. So fuck the internet. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You said this before we recorded. Uh, I don't have anything else in my shine. Um, I mean, like there's still a smack that I didn't hate,
1: but nothing I loved. I thought this was a weak episode of SmackDown. So yeah, I thought this whole week was weak
0: personally. This week was was horrible. This week was was horrible. Yeah. So let's get into the, yeah. let's get into my favorite part of the show. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Let's start very quickly with the 24/7 championship. If we didn't need a championship, <laughs> that wasn't necessary. Having Bad Bunny hold it for all those times, I get why because he wanted to have a, a, a super hot fire artist have a, a championship that didn't matter. Whatever. Grammy Award
1: winner, baby. Congrats, He's a Grammy man. Award
0: winner. Did he bring it to the Grammys? I don't know. I didn't. I don't uh, watch the Grammys. You think I watch those shitty award shows? I don't know. Did the no, did I know no. Bad Bunny was was dancing to somebody's song that was like a big deal on Twitter? So uh, whatever. Anyway, it was
1: it was hilarious. That's all I saw. It was a fucking do a leap of somebody's song. God levitating. It's like the greatest song ever made. And he's fucking bopping like I do to it. Makes me like him. I might be a Bad Bunny guy. <laughs> fuck it. I don't know.
0: Anyway, um, so he just gives up the twenty four championship, twenty four seven championship to r truth, who's been acting like stone cold all night. Which again wasn't terrible because Ron does a great job. I just and, and TJ was trying to be TJ going, well, Andre gave up the WWF championship and nobody was angry. You don't know that. You were not watching live. You have no idea. And you're just being a dink. So don't do that. I, I can tell
1: you one thing. I wouldn't have liked it back then. Either. No, you wouldn't I have do. liked it. He's, he's I do, it's, a, it's, a, a,
0: it's a terrible argument to make, TJ. And yes, people were upset. If they were upset, they booed him. And they probably did boo him. So people were upset. And I'm sure the people that were marks like us were very much upset too because it... Degraded the championship, if people thought that way. Now, obviously, it's smaller scope because we don't have the bitchy internet that we do now, back then. But, uh, I, I that 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 argument is erroneous. But anyway, I just thought that having our truth back, like it was like unpausing something. It was it was just unpause, and then literally he walked, and then here came Drew well, Gulak so and everybody this, else in the brigade. Uh, the one thing about
1: this fucking championship, man, is like obviously we know it means nothing, and him just handing it to him like as if it couldn't mean any less. Like right, I agree exactly. with that. It's fucking horrible, but at the same time, it's like. The 24-7 championship, this is what it is. It's meant to do this. Like it's it's been since the inception. They get a deal with Fox. Some fucking virgin on Fox wins the title. So we can have it on their fucking studio show and be like, oh, we have WWE now. I won this championship. Like, that's what it was. It's like, oh, bad bunny, you're coming in. Like, we're gonna have you win it. So when you go around the world, because you're this fucking megastar, we want you carrying. It's the same reason like Gronk had it. So he could walk around with it. Obviously it didn't work out that way, but it's just one of those things it's like. I think I'm just going to stop giving a fuck about this championship. Like, R-Truth, he was the best champion in 2020. He made this championship serviceable, which, as we've seen, is not a serviceable championship. But all this is is a prop for people like celebrities and whatever for cross-promotion. That's what it is. So I think from going forward now, unless if R-Truth does something really funny in WrestleMania, I might just never speak about this championship again because I don't need to because I know what it is. I don't care about it. I'm ready to leave it in my rear view as Naomi would do and just say, fuck you, 24 seven championship. I'm going to leave you in 2020 as the best champion. And I'm never going to speak about you again.
0: Can we keep you to that promise?
1: Probably not. Cause our truth will do something funny next week and I'll have to bring it up, but you know, I'm just, so I'm just gonna, or- no, I'm going to stop putting my energy into caring about it because why get angry at something when I'm just angry about what it is, but that's what it is. Like it's a fucking stupid championship. Anyways, it's going to do stupid things. I don't need to fucking care about it anymore. If they do something funny, I'll be like, yeah, it was funny. But I'm not going to come on here every week and be like, this championship sucks. Because here's the thing, guys. You know it sucks. You've heard us tell you it sucks for fucking since its inception. So you know what? I'm done with it. All right, moving on.
0: Bye-bye 24-7 championship. Let's move on then. Moving on, Edge thinking he's better than Daniel Bryan is laughable. Yeah, yeah. That was, so here's the thing, like with Edge, can we just turn him heel, man? Because I'll, this
1: is what my notes say. Edge, wah, 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 wah promo. Oh, Daniel Bryan trying to steal my thunder. I'm better than you. I'm the best. Shut the fuck up, Edge. You suck. Turn heel, then I'll fucking care. Next. <laughs> I'm just over it, man. Like, come on. Like, it just, like I should be excited about Edge, but like, it's just like, fuck, man. This is stupid. Fuck off. He's going to be the special guest enforcer after he beats Uso on Friday, and he's going to be all over that match because he's going to fucking walk around and be like, I'm Edge, everyone look at me. Fuck off. I hope Roman Reigns fucking beats you <laughs> at WrestleMania. He's going to ooh <laughs> yeah.
0: all over yeah. you. Yeah.
1: Well, I almost said something worse. i like, no, I actually don't want that. So no,
0: because I, I love Edge. I grew up loving Edge. One of my favorites of all time. Fuck it. It's just – it's such a it's such a bizarre turn of events where you just – it's so mucked up. It just doesn't make any sense. It does, it, yeah. and it, the 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 added whole night of just going through Daniel Bryan and then Edge trying to talk sense into Jay Uso, and then that didn't work out, and then it moved on to the end with a contract signing, and it's just like I get the the logic of like I tapped out Jey Uso. You haven't tapped out, J.U. So he had to recognize me. Like, I understand that logic. I guess it's hair thin. Yeah, it makes sense. I just don't care. Right. There's nothing here that there's nothing here that is just good old fashioned wrestling. Like, there's just nothing. And it's for people to say that there's convoluted things. That's fine. But really what it comes down to for me is there's just too much that you're trying to like you're trying to paint with so many colors sometimes just because you have all the colors does not mean you need to use all of them to make a great painting. Some of the greatest paintings, best work of arts, are like one or two paintings. Or, sorry, one or two colors. This could be as simple as can be. If you can hand me up something as very simple as this, as maybe Roman Reigns going, like, the whole storyline for me is this, right? Edge needs to redeem himself to show that he's still a champion and that he never lost his championship. All this I understand that portion. For, for Edge's reason for being at WrestleMania, that makes perfect sense. But why choose Roman Reigns, right? Because he's the main event. We'd have we we still don't know what he said that he whispered to him, right? Like you could have brought maybe we'll that up. get that. I, we still like I you doubt said, Still got four weeks. <laughs> I just
1: like I. The reason why I'm disenchanted is just because like they're not getting me excited for this like they should be. Because I just I just can't. Because I don't want to root for Edge, and that's the problem. I should want to root for Edge, but the way they've booked him since he won the Rumble, they've made me not want to root for him at all, and that's. I think the flaw for me in it is just like, so I'm looking at this, is like, I'm not supposed to want to root for Roman Reigns. Like, I'm ready for like a little bit of change up here just to like spice it up. But like, I'd rather, like, I, when I look back, it's like, man, I really do wish Daniel Bryan would have run the Rumble. And this was Daniel Bryan or somebody like that. And it's just like, I could get behind him. And having them getting this chance at fast lane, like, I can't fault the actual, for the most part, the, besides Edge's character, the writing of how they're doing it—I don't think it's bad. I think it all makes sense. I just—I can't invest in it. And I think the holdup is just—I just can't buy into the Edge character because I think they've done a bad job of making me want to root for him. They're like, "Oh, this guy was forced to retire because he had an injury. He came back, and you're just supposed to love him because of that." I'm like, "Yeah, I do love him for that, but like, we're at the point now where like I need to love him more than that. Like, mm-hmm. there needs to be something else, and they just—they've ha- gotten lazy with that." And. His promos are too long and boring, which is probably part of it. There's, there's just, it's not, I think that's the holdup for me. Because like I said, I don't mind like the different moving parts and the feuds. I think it's a lot simpler than the Raw one, which we'll talk about. I don't mind that as much because it keeps you on your toes. But I think it's just, I'm supposed to be buying into Edge as like the biggest baby face going into WrestleMania.
0: And it's not even close for me. Maybe that's just me, but I think that's my holdup. I mean, like, I would, I would prefer the whole storyline to be changed. I think that it would be great to have Edge just be like, oh, I have a, an, I've had a neck injury. I've had to do all these things. I, I had to come back. I, I had to come back from a different tricep injury. I'm doing all this stuff. I need to be champion. That's fine. I get that aspect of it. But Roman Reigns should go and do something very personal. Like, he goes to his family and says, you know, you're welcome. You know, or he gives him, like, a bunch of money and be like, I'll support your family after I cripple your husband. Or I'll so make sure that you – Just pretty you're... much go Randy Orton. <laughs> just – but that's the thing. Like Randy Orton has the best storylines. Like, you just – you get to Because Randy it. Orton's the best. He is the best. But it's I'm just saying – simple. I'm just saying. There's certain things that, like, just – you got to look at Roman Reigns going, hey, you know what? I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm going to send a limo to your kids' school so your kids go home in style because I can afford that edge. Stuff like that. Like, your, your, your wife works for NXT. I'm going to pull some strings and make sure your wife gets something she wants. That way, you, you make him the provider and you emasculate Edge. There you go. How many males out there feel emasculated every day? Then you root for something like that. Like, it's just, it's easy. You could do that. And that's simple, you know? Because then Edge looks like he's coming. Like, here's, here's the issue that I have. Edge isn't fighting from underneath enough. That's what it comes down to. He's either equal or he's painted himself that he's smarter than everybody else. Exactly, and that's why I can't do it. Right? Because yeah. I'm like, that's why it doesn't work for me? Doesn't no. work for me. Absolutely. And that—that—that's—that's that's how you—you—you you, you have to look at it. You have to look at it that way because otherwise, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. That's what you have to do. Every good story needs to have somebody to overcome. You can't overcome Roman Reigns if you think you're smarter than him. it it doesn't make any sense. That's why Shane is smarter and you have to overcome his smarts, Braun, even though you're way friggin' bigger. Like, it makes more sense the other way. It's in that, like, that shitty storyline, which is my favorite thing right now, is way better well done.
1: I agree. So... Uh, We should move on, though, I think, to the other title picture. Um, So my, like, obviously we knew we were heading towards Lashley Mack, and I'm okay with it. I think it's gonna be awesome. But for me, it comes down to the way they did this. Like, first off, they just announced this match, like, right before Raw, without anything. So it's like, okay um well okay so you tune in which like i understand why they do it sometimes because they want you to tune in you know so and like they've done the wwe championship matches the last two week, which got you then we're probably looking at it like a couple hours for the show and like shit we don't have anything like we have the title matches but like we don't have anything big be like yeah you're gonna have to flip in like let's just throw it we're gonna do this match but here's the problem with it it's just like now you're going in and you've booked yourself into a corner where no matter what you put out there is going to feel meaningless. Suddenly this McIntyre-Sheamus thing, which the way they did all the random attacks of everyone attacking anyone, they could have easily made Sheamus-McIntyre a number one contender match at Fastlane to make that have a little extra meaning. Like, yes, even if we knew Mac was going to win, it would have worked out better writing-wise. Or they could have just built up this match actually being booked on Monday. But it's just like, instead of by just announcing it, they kind of handicapped themselves with how they could go about it. And then obviously, like, just like this person's talking, like the Miz is still involved, which I'm okay with. It's the Miz. He adds a little extra vitriol. Someone that could get beat up, but it's just it's like this person gets attacked, and then like oh, we're gonna have a McIntyre Miz match. Oh, then we're gonna have a Lashley Sheamus match. Just like it was. It all the all over the place stuff. I think would have worked better if they didn't book the WrestleMania match yet. But I think this. I tweeted this out, and this is how I felt with a lot of things that we're gonna talk about. It felt like they literally got in the Raw writing room, and like they're going through Raw, and they're like, guys. WrestleMania is in four weeks. And they're like, panic! Everybody panic! Like the office thing with people throwing out the papers and running around, like, oh my god, we gotta book matches! Okay, uh, Lashley Drew, put it on Twitter. Um, oh shit, shit, tag titles, tag titles. Um, we'll have the New Day win, have AJ come out, and then there, there we go, got AJ in a match. Oh, no, let's, go. let's just go, oh my god, oh my god, we gotta book matches, book matches! And that's what I felt like watching Ron as a viewer. I'm just like, huh? What? Like, that's the thing is like, the things that WrestleMania can still be good. But we can still hate the way they got there because you could have made it so much better. And the fact that they just do these rewrites and the writing's all over the place and there's no consistency, it hurts the product at the end of the day. And, like, I'm getting less and less excited for some a lot of things, which I should be super excited for.
0: There's not one match at WrestleMania I don't think that I'm super ecstatic for. I I, I mean, Randy Orton and The Fiend will be something. It's not booked yet, though. But, no. So I mean,
1: the one, we know what's going to happen. Just like we know Braun Shane's going to happen, I'll be excited for that. But in terms of what they booked, like they've done a horrible job with Sasha and Bianca, which we're going to get to. I'm still super excited for that match, um, despite it. Reigns and Edge, I'm not that excited for right now. Lashley, Mack, I'm excited for, but I'm not excited for like the story as much. I'll be excited if Lashley retains. Um, and then what else have they even booked at this point officially?
0: Uh, the, oh, the, the, and
1: the, the tag team like that. So this we can talk about this one here too. Is like. I don't mind that that's where we're going, but the fact that it just like happened like this, like when they get in the ring, cause this is why this match, like when I, I will do my power right, cause I'm gonna do my best to do. And probably after next week, maybe when they book more matches, um, the reason why I'm excited is cause not only do you have AJ in the ring with two fantastic wrestlers, like him and Kofi are going to get a lot of time, him and Kurt Woods are gonna get a lot of time, but there's a debut mixed in here. It's like, we kind of want to see what almost can do, right? Like he's been around a long time now, whether it was a raw underground security or now AJ security, I want to see what this guy can actually do. So, regardless of whether it's good or bad, it's like this was my same point with like Don Mysterio and other guys in the past. Like, it's a debut. Like, I want to see it. So, this match to me, like the booking was horrible. But once we get there, it's probably gonna be one of the things I'm looking forward to. Right?
0: See, I take this personally because I mean, the AJ Styles only has so many WrestleManias left in him. Yeah, he's going to be wrestling against the New Day. This is a waste. Two of the best, better yeah, it's wrestlers. A it it's a be, waste. It's AJ, not a waste. AJ, I don't AJ think Styles to waste. me has never been a tag team wrestler, in my opinion. I think when you look at AJ Styles, he has been on his own, doing his own thing, doing these amazing matches, and not. And you could you could have AJ Styles and almost have any any match, uh, you know, in any pay per view with the New Day, and that's okay. And I wouldn't care for like I, I would I'd be like, okay, this is fine. But WrestleMania is a bigger deal for AJ Styles. So you
1: rather have AJ versus Jeff Hardy, AJ versus Elias, AJ versus some other mid-carder on Raw that isn't booked in a match yet? No. They found a way to make an AJ match big and put him in the ring with Kofi motherfucking Kingston. That's all. He's going to be wrestling. You think Ole Miss is going to wrestle a lot in this match? Not really. He's probably going to come in a few times and beat someone up. It's mostly going to be AJ... Going one-on-one with Kofi Kingston, one-on-one with Xavier Woods. That's good wrestling that I want to see from the WrestleMania. That's why I don't think it's a waste.
0: I, I do because I just feel like the tag team championships, I'm sorry, the way that they treat the tag team championships makes it below AJ Styles. That's how yeah, I feel but about it. So you'd rather have them in a random singles match against like a Jeff Hardy? No, I don't, I'm, I'm saying they did a well, piss exactly, poor job looking at the shells here, the shell game. They should have done something different for everybody. What? Like what? Take somebody, take anybody like from who? SmackDown and go against who? Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles would have been fine. Shinsuke Nakamura again with AJ Styles, do it again. Oh, I don't no care. Go away.
1: Fuck that. We've Anything seen that. that no, AJ didn't live has. up. Get out of here. No, this is better. Kofi Kingston AJ Styles. Xavier wins AJ Styles with a featuring a debut in Elmas. Way better than all no, that shit. No. Yes. I don't like it. It's a waste. Well, you're lame. No, no. one likes you. Just kidding. I like you. Not really though. <laughs>
0: You upset me. You really do. You know how to push yeah, just the right button. kind of the point, bruh. No, kind of the point. Bruh. Don't even bruh. Don't, don't bruh me Bri. unless you near me. That's why I'm brand new because I don't know you, Alright, Anyway, so another Bri. thing that's uh, upsetting the internet was Reggie getting uh, uh, new gear in the old uh, men's department. Or the child's department, depending on where they shop, I, I guess. So, look at man. I I didn't did I like it. No, but I didn't hate it. It was fine. Like, I give them –
1: when they do stuff like this, because we talk about all the time of them getting on locations and trying stuff – I'm not going to complain about this because it was different. It's also like – like, it, like for what they were trying to do with it, I think it worked. Naya is not my favorite. We all know that. I like Shayna, and I thought she was hilarious in the segment just in the background being like – because I related to Shayna Baszler in this segment. Like anyone who's gone shopping with someone with a significant other or whatever, you're just sit in the back being like, really? I have to wait for this? And
0: Shayna looked miserable. So for that portion of it, I kind of enjoyed it. What, what world do you live in where you go shopping with another couple?
1: Well, no, no. See, that's different. That was the uniqueness. It was a couple, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like men in general, when they go shopping with, like, a significant other, or like, when they were a kid, with, like, if they had to go to the mall with, like, their mom and her sister, they can relate to being, having to sit there, just waiting for people to try and close and being miserable. And so I appreciated Shayna's effort in this segment, because you know, she's part of this tag team. Nia's doing this Reginald thing, and she's just kind of along for the ride, you know?
0: All right, fine. And then we move over to Raw, where they have this random tag match that means nothing, and then, you know, Shayna just gets whacked by Asuka. Something. Mandy and Dana won the match. Shut up. Sexy
1: muscle friends. Shit, WrestleMania yeah. title shot. It's happening. Book it, baby.
0: There's going to be 45 women tags tag teams. It's going to be great. Or That's it's fine.
1: Just... That's fine. It'll be great.
0: Asuka beat Shayna, jobber alert style, but it doesn't matter, because then eventually she... Curb stomps her into the buckle, which I thought was pretty cool. That was cool. That was cool. But other than that, it's just like, okay, this is Asuka. Remember Asuka? She's the thing, guys. Asuka, Asuka, Asuka. (laughs) That's all I felt when I was watching it. It was just like, you replaced Monster Truck Sunday with Asuka, 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 because that's exactly what it was.
1: She was awful. I I will agree. I didn't like that she interrupted that tag match, because anytime you do stuff like that, it's like you're just telling us, like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't care about this. Like, here, care about Asuka, especially because she was going to have that match later. They sure had to run out after the match or something, but it's just like, whatever, man, it's, this is how they've been booking the raw women's division. It's horribly. And it continued on Monday.
0: It's amazing that a, a company that with, with this amount of effort can make so much money. It's, it's just, it's, it it blows my mind. It really does. Cause there are people,
1: they have a product that people want and they're able to get like the top, like performers for the most part in the world. It's like, it's, it's just, it's a formula. It's work, man. It's just, it's, there's no one who can take them down like aw can do what they're doing they have a nice little corner of the market but wwe is the market and always will be for a very long time
0: they are the band-aid brand of wrestling i mean they really are it's just it's hard to beat hard to beat yep i don't know where else to go but there's so much i don't like it's just it's everywhere it's everywhere there's an eight-man
1: tag on SmackDown. yeah
0: so let's talk about that for a second so eight-man <laughs> tag moving on and then we go into something else because that's exactly the amount of time I'm going to spend to it because it was a fast-forwardization. <laughs> it don't matter. Otis and Dolph on the same team. Nobody talked about it. Whatever. That's weird. Yeah, I didn't like that. Didn't like that at all. That's fine. Let's move on because that's that was the only note that I could have from it. Seth Rollins talking about how he's done with, you know, Cesaro, but then he hears rematch with Buddy, and he's like, okay, I'll go out and watch that instead. It just Then they have, you know, Rollins jumping Cesaro, which, again, I know we're getting to WrestleMania, which is fine, and I, I'm okay with, again, When we get to the match, we're going to love it. When we get to the matches, we're going to love it. And that's the problem. That's what WWE knows. They can put little to no effort and go, WrestleMania, it's like the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter if the teams get there, have a really good story. Like, oh, you're, you're, you know, an eight seed is getting all the way to Super Bowl. That'd be amazing. But most of the time, that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? They just, they don't care about how you get to the dance. They just want you to pay for the dance. That's it. I, 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 when I watched this, I, this is one of the things that like I didn't hate, so
1: I didn't have it in either category. It's like I thought Seth Promo was fine, like whatever. It just it was par for the course, but like they executed it fine. I will say the one thing that the other thing that got people excited was Seth's stare down with Nakamura sure. backstage. I think that's a nice way to bridge this feud because obviously we know Nakamura and Cesaro's history as a tag team, so this that makes sense. You'll get a nice TV match out of it. Who knows? They might fucking book it at Fastlane lane the way they go, but who knows? But I at least like when I'm watching this, it's like. Okay, I see a bridge that I have to cross. It's not like the Tap and Z where I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna fall in the ocean of misery. At least I know I'm gonna get across safely and not hate it. So,
0: what a reference. A, yeah, great. Uh, reference. No, but look, you know, yeah, just, they just—they just—they don't care. They just don't care. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not caring. Go, ahead. Oh, no, go I, ahead. I was just gonna say very quickly. We have to stop looking at SmackDown and Raw as destinations. And more as literal trailers for pay-per-views. Cause that's how they treat it. They don't they do I, not they do not care about what what is going on in those two to three hours enough. These are building blocks that they are selling. Just selling, selling, selling you. And they don't care how good or bad it is, because you're gonna buy the product at the end of the day anyway. That's
1: it. I will say this though. I feel that has been true, I think, of SmackDown the last few weeks, but I think the reason why SmackDown has separated itself for me is it's normally not like that. But I think in this WrestleMania season, they have to focus so much on the main stuff and they can't have the main people off TV where normally like SmackDown's great at having all like these B, C, D and E feuds that get you through the TV. So it's like, I'm not going to see this on pay-per-view. So these things pay off on TV. But those things have kind of disappeared from TV since we're in WrestleMania season. So it has turned into more of Raw, to your point. So I agree with that uh, in the short term. Um, but I do think the thing that literally like the way you're talking about things is like the the, rep- the representation of all of it is what they're doing with Sasha and Bianca. It is literal like this match, like you just said about Seth and Cesaro, when we get there, I'm excited for this no matter what. No matter how bad it is, I'm going to be excited for this match. I wish, honestly, just take them off TV the next four weeks and do hype packages. But the fact that they're, they're like 0-4 as a fucking tag team and getting another tag team title shot for no fucking reason... Might be the dumbest thing they ever did, but then I saw Tamina pin Bianca Belair, and I was like, "That's dumber." So it's just like, let's just keep raising the bar of how we'd be fucking stupid with this match, which is gonna be special and should be special, and is like, it's just like it's so it's so frustrating to watch because it's like. You could literally do anything else, and I feel like it could be better than what they're doing. It's just like they took the laziest booking possible, and they're refusing to commit to certain things. And it's just like – it's horrible. It's bad television, and it's just – it's not doing anyone justice. Literally nobody.
0: I'd like to be excited for this matchup because they do have two studs in there. I just – I cannot for the life of me get to it. And, I mean, even the KO show made me feel just – I don't even know what the right answer is. They just – just they, bad. They, Disinterested. And usually KO does a great job of of tying it together but it was just something about it. I don't think he could sprinkle any magic on it. It's just some things are out of people's hands at this point. And it's not even the performers like I get it. They're doing their best with their abilities. It's just I can't I can't live in a world where this doesn't make sense to me. Like I, someone's
1: this... got to get violent with the other one. Like yeah. we need we
0: need that turn. Like yeah. we need
1: something to give us that little extra like jolt. And they're just like they're dragging it out cuz we're probably not going to get it till Sunday. And then maybe it gets better from there, but it's like we've had to live through four or five weeks of this now, where it's just like they don't know how to book it. They don't know how to book this match, which is good. They don't know how to book lead up to it. They have no idea what they're doing.
0: This might be the most underwhelming WrestleMania I've seen in, in previous, well, at least in the, uh, recent history. On paper,
1: though, I think it's going to look good, much like last year. Like it just, it's, it's just they don't, they're not doing a good job of writing the lead ups for the most part, besides a few select things.
0: Mm. I don't know. It's it's bad, man. <laughs> Not everybody can be riddle on a scooter going through retribution. That was that made me giggle. I will say, give
1: me all the riddle in my life. All yeah, US that's about it. But other than that, TV. like
0: you know, Mustafa, Mustafa, excuse me, Mustafa Ali, and and, and and you know that was fine. I you know you expected him to lose, but I was kind of hoping that we we're going to keep this going. And Are they all like,
1: going to turn on him? I bet you. I bet you that we get a rematch soon, and they turn on him or something. Is that where we're headed? Because it sure seems like he's getting even more and more dismissive of them. I think this. I think it's ending soon, where they're just all going to walk out on him. That's what I feel like. We're heading towards it could be the kiss right? of death
0: for all five of them, honestly. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't. I, just, I don't know. Some people, because here's man. here's the issue, right? At least, with, and this is the part that I, I again, I, I I'm not defending this. This is just something to say. At least when you're retribution, you're on television. No,
1: 100. percent That's you know, been so, literally part of their gimmick on Twitter is being like Dijakovic has been like. Who the fuck? Like, who are these guys? Like, you don't know who Shane Thorne is. Now he's on Raw in the main event. Sometimes, like every week, wrestling. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a hundred percent the reason. So yeah, like, I think one person, honestly, out of all of them, like, I think Dijakovic will be fine because the talent's there. Um, but I think Mia Yim's the other one that will be fine because she's a woman. She has blue hair. She's unique. She's, she does have an appeal to people. Like, we're not big fans of her as a wrestler, but like character-wise and stuff, there's things to do with her where she'll stick around. But the rest of them, like, I don't know, man.
0: Okay, sounds good.
1: What about, uh, I will say, so I'll say this, because this, this segment started out as absolute shit. Like, when I'm looking at a match and I see Damian Priest versus Jackson Riker, I just want to turn my TV off. But when Morrison walked down after, like, the two seconds or whatever happened, I was like, oh, Miz, please hit Bad Bunny with a guitar. And he did. And I was like, you know what? Miz and Morrison versus Priest and Bad Bunny, as a fucking WrestleMania D-list match, they could do worse. Because you know what, the Miz and Morrison are gonna make this good, and the lead-up will probably be better than the actual match. But when I'm thinking about Miz, that's what I'm thinking about. So the fucking the, the having the other stuff involved was horrible. But I was like, it got me thinking, being like, you know what, I don't hate this idea. It's fucking again, it's another thing rushed,
0: but whatever. Jobber alert for Jackson Riker. But other than that, I mean, you know, you hit all the points. I would say, look. Bad Bunny at least is training, so we can't hate him on that, so that's fine. Uh, it's
1: probably going to be a tag match, yeah. so it'll like it'll be protected, like kind of like Stephen Amell was, wasn't that a tag match and stuff like that. It's yeah. like there's ways to do it, and this is how you do it.
0: Yeah, I just—honestly, I, yeah. out of everything else that I've listed, it's funny how Bad Bunny—I'm not a fan of Bad Bunny at all. I just think that it's not my biggest gripe. It's just not. Exactly. So, 100%.
1: I'm with you. Yeah.
0: I, I I'm I'm fine with it because I know that's what the Miz does best. So I feel like yep. the Miz will handle this situation better than everybody else. And honestly, it'll probably be the best situation for somebody like the Miz and Morrison, who need to get yes. the rub. Especially Dan- Damian Priest is going to get a huge push yes. rub from this Absolutely. whole thing. So honestly, they might you know Bad Bunny might be thinking, "Holy shit, I get a WrestleMania moment." But honestly, he's making the other three guys even more notable. So you know, do I have to like it? No, but. It's it's a device that continues to work, so I have to acknowledge that I am. This is not for me, this is not for me. It's not for me at all, and I have to move on from it. <sighs> is there anything else? Nope. Is it time to get hopeful finally? Glorious. You're my only hope. You kind of teased it with your nick and I'm, I I'm, did. I, I kind of want to hear what you have to say about this Chevron uh, thing going so, on. So yeah, I'm, the way I'm looking at this is
1: like you know you can tell from like how short our shine was like. It's hard to be creative in this time where they're just all over the place and there's stuff that doesn't excite me. So I'm like, what does excite me? And that's Braun Shane. And I was obviously we've been thinking WrestleMania, WrestleMania, WrestleMania for And it's like they booked this at Fastlane. line. it's like, well, so they're using this as a device to move this forward to get us to whatever it's going to be, a false count anywhere, whatever. But I have more for that. But it's like I have more than just that because I think there's a lot of tie-ins you can do here. So this whole feud is based around Braun and Shane. Braun, Shane thinking Braun is stupid, and Braun being stupid. So when I'm looking at this match, Shane outsmarted him on Raw by beating him up by just getting Braun to do his little thing, like, oh, I'm gonna unnecessarily run around the entire ring and give you time to recover just to try to like shoulder block you. And Shane's like, no, I'm gonna grab a camera, hit you in the head. Now I got the advantage. I'm gonna beat you up. I'm gonna jump off shit, blah blah blah, and then dump slime on your head. So it's like, okay, well that fast lane. I'm looking for more of the same. This is like a standard match, right? So I think my hope would be that Shane wins this match by outsmarting Braun again with something stupid, whether it's a countout, getting him DQ'd or whatever. But I think there'll be a lot of gaga with it. It'll be a little, a lot of the same nonsense we saw in Raw, but I think it will help set the table for what we're headed for at WrestleMania. Maybe this time comes back again, because here's my true hope is at WrestleMania, I want a fucking slime match, man. I want you to have to win your match by getting your opponent fucking slime, whether it's dropped in a slime bucket or whatever. And you know what? WWE loves crossover, man. Nickelodeon did a fucking football game. Why can't Nickelodeon do a WrestleMania match? Just like have it be all about the slime and have this be a slime match. Have it be like a fucking Braun Shane chaos slime match. You know what? That would stand out on its own. It would be interesting. I think we'd all be looking forward to it because of the uniqueness of it. That fucking random NFL game, the only reason we cared about it was because we wanted to see fucking slime explode in the end zone and all the graphics on the field. Like, spruce this thing up like that. Make it just over-the-top ridiculous. These are the two guys to do it with, and especially as a feud about being someone stupid. Like, man, there's so much potential with this. It could be so much fun in a two-day event. Like, this could be something that you really come out and being like, wow. Shane and Braun. I'm going to remember that for years to come because it was so different than what we normally get. And it was a lot of fun. So that's my hope, man. Like Shane outsmarts Braun on Sunday. Sunday. We get like a Falls Count Anywhere slime match at WrestleMania. Sign me up, baby. Hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. I'm on a heater, baby.
0: That's quite a hope. That's quite a hope. Let's do it.
1: Slime. Everyone
0: loves slime, right? Everybody loves slime. Everybody loves Shabron. I'm going to name him Shabron from now on. Shabron James. Shabron James. Shabron. Shabron oh, McStrowman. Ah, uh, no, look. <laughs> <laughs> McStrowman. McStrowman. Oh my God! It sounds like a McDonald's. It sandwich. does. Did somebody say? I'll take McStrowman. a McStrowman. <laughs> oh, oh, why'd you start up another one? You're gonna love this one. Ready? Because you mm-hmm. said it was. It was like McDonald's. You ready yep. for this? Yep. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Ronald McDonald. I love it. I love it. This is this is gold, baby. Oh. Ronald McDonald. Bron, bron 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 I'm loving it. Ta da ta da Shane's elbow. Uh no look. I just Oh man. Ronald McDonald. What the fuck is wrong with me? A lot of things. I know. So anyway That was that was that was like a dad joke. Uh so my hope, I had one specifically for Randy Orton and Bliss. I want actual physicality. I want things to happen. He made a joke in the promo, or not really a joke, a statement. He was going to kick her in the head, kind of. I want to see it happen. I want to see that he, he he lines up. He's getting ready, and he's going for that punt. Lights go out, and he's like, oh, poopy. That's what I think. That You just line up for it. You're not going to light her on fire because she's just you're not going to light people on fire again because that was a whole one-time deal. Just you get a punt kicker. It's the only way he gets rid of people, right? That she said he's going to get rid of her. So he has to line up for that punt. I want him to connect. I want him to physically connect with that punt. Now, if you have to shut the lights off, that's fine. And turn him back on. Maybe he even punts her into oblivion. Like she doesn't show up or nothing. Like she's just gone. That's one way to go about it. Another way is you 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 turn the lights back on and it's back to old bliss. He's knocked the he's knocked the fiend out of her. That'd be another way to go about it. Or you can do. I'm sorry, this is the truth. I'm gonna knock the stupid out of you. No, I'm gonna
1: knock the fiend out of you. I'm gonna knock the
0: fiend out of you. Uh, No, that's what he could do. Or here's another one. You have him line up for the punt, and then the lights go off. He goes to kick. And he turns back on, and then there's the fiend just in the same place. You can do different things there for the hope. But I do want to see some physicality. If he connects on the punt, I think that'd be wonderful. Because you know she's going to slap him. She's going to toy around with him. She's going to do certain things. There has to be some physicality here because you, you can't. You, I just – you can't keep doing this to me because this is it. This, this to me is the most important linchpin of whether or not this is going to succeed or fail. Right this this Sunday. Whether we want to watch it or whether it's worms from a projection screen on a fucking ring. I'm sorry, TJ and DQ. Those things were disappointing. We deserve something better. This needs to be something that is uneasy. Randy Orton has done a great job being uneasy. This needs to continue a certain way. Otherwise, if it's hokey and it's stupid, I'm out. I'm out. So here's my hope. Physicality equaling a good Bridge to what we need at WrestleMania because this needs this needs to be a flagship match. This needs to be a tentpole match for WrestleMania. Otherwise, I'm out. I don't think there's anything on this card that is going to sell me that I'm excited about WrestleMania this year, and this is the only match that I'm excited about. It's been since uh, September, October. They've done a great job just threading the needle as we talk about or just keeping that just little crumb of a cracker to keep it going long-term storytelling. They've done a wonderful job. But if they fumble at the two-yard line, I'm out. I'm out on this. So this is it for me. This is what the hope is. Just be physical. That's all you have to do. It doesn't have to be a lot. It can be just a little bit. But you couldn't do it with Sasha and Reggie. You just got to do it the right way. You just have to do it the right way. And it's going to make sense. It has to. That's my hope. For the love of God, so, touch each other. That's all I got to say. So... So,
1: Nestle, so this is a recap of Nestle's Hope in song form. Let's get physical, physical. And what he doesn't want is, I touch myself. He <laughs> wants them to touch each other. That was a reach, but it worked. And then, when you said touch touch them each, touch other, each other, that's all I could think of. Was that uh, Divin Is that how you say it? Or Divin- and when whatever. I think
0: about yeah. you, touch myself. I
1: touch, my I touch myself. Speaking of touching myself, don't call it a comeback. <laughs> He's been here for a few years. MJF. <laughs> Miss the ring, baby. You know why he gets my comeback, Nestlemania? MJF got his mean streak back last week. I enjoyed, like everyone else, the haha with Jericho. It was good fun, it was fine, it got us there. But MJF, at his best, is the big fucking asshole, big baddie. And there's no they, like, he has a new faction. If you guys didn't watch AEW, like with some of the biggest stars in the business, obviously Wardlow looked like a fucking hoss in this, which I love because it kind of, it gave me a little bit of like evolution vibes of like Wardlow's like Batista. And it's just like, even though MJF is young unlike him too, it's just like, I had that vibe. Sean Spears, absolute stud. FTR is like the perfect type of tag team you want around MJF because now he can be that big, bad heel and having them mixed with Tully. It's just like this faction might be like my favorite thing ever. Like, this is, like, the greatest faction of all time. Like, I'm just so happy. But MJF is going to get his Mean street back. He's going to retain his mantle as AEW's top heel. He's going to be fucking incredible. I'm so excited for this run. They needed some sort of shakeup on AEW. And this was a big part that I think changes the projection
0: of that show for a while. What a comeback after you touching yourself that me, sorry that made me that giggle that touch my ass that made me giggle so bad that
1: comeback like honestly that segment made me want to touch myself
0: <laughs> well they are calling themselves the pinnacle so that's their team name so mm, i actually like it the pinnacle they are the cuz they're like all cuz they all say they're all at the pinnacle of what they do right now and they're I only going to get don't, better. Disagree so, I don't disagree with
1: that i don't disagree that's a
0: spoiler because i read the results so sorry joe stopper yeah. for blowing uh, blowing your cover but it's the whole thing anyway it's, it's a name it's a name. Anywho, a no, no, no. my comeback this week is going to be on a broader scale. I'm giving my comeback this week to AEW. I watched the entire show. I was surprised. Uh, I I also watched NXT, but that's because TJ gives me crap, so I I like to stay up on some of the things. Uh, but God damn it, dude. I mean that promo with Eddie Kingston and Moxley just h- hanging Man. out. I they, they 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 made me forget about how bad it was. And he's like, I blacked out last week. I said the second Eddie Kingston opens his mouth, no one's gonna
1: fucking care yeah. about that. And guess what happened? You're all suckers on the internet. This is why you're all fucking stupid, and no one should listen to you crying morons because they can change your mind just like that.
0: And Sorry, the, I had to. Get I, I it was funny. It was like I want. I want them. I, they they they're part of TNT. They they're part of Warner. They need to have at least a buddy cop film because I just the two of them together are just. They're like, and it doesn't really work because they're both nuts. They can't do like Die Hard ones, like the the straight man and one guy's like the 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 loony bin guy. They're both loony bins. So just like to see them both be like the yuck yucks is kind of weird to me, but it works in some odd fashion. And they just play off each other so well. If that tag team division isn't gonna move on AEW, but they're gonna go to the Impact and probably win those tag titles off the Good Brothers or something, just to give a shot in the arm to to Impact. I don't. That f- would I actually that would be funny. Yeah. I, poor Impact. Yeah. Poor <laughs> Impact. They're getting they're getting just dragged through everything. But whatever. They're just, they're just, whatever. It's good I don't exposure know. for them though. That's why it I pays guess, off for them. I guess, but Get I, but, but more viewers than they wouldn't have. But so anyway, with, with that whole thing with Kenny Omega, Christian going against Kenny Omega, I don't know how I feel about that, but it was interesting. Uh, Be a good match. I appreciated that Darby Allen is pissed that he hasn't really defended the championship and that he was kind of like, I need to do something with it. And sting does this, you know, his, his sting thang. Um, And, of course, you talked about the end of the show, which I thought with with the pinnacle versus uh, the inner circle, I thought that was well done, fantastically done. Can't overstate it enough. I just – I love it. I I, I love this whole thing. And so not that I'm cheering for NXT or or AEW because I think they're both really good shows. Um, I just – It's nice to see new faces get new opportunities, and I'm so excited to see when that happens because when it's successful and when it's well done like AEW did this past week, they turned a huge negative and a huge just poop stain on their name very quickly into a positive, and they do a great job making you forget, and we're moving on. WWE just abandons ship before it's even a bad thing, so now you have to remember it for the rest of your life. At least they, they make fun of themselves for it. So I, I give them props on handling that situation differently. That's where they get my comeback, and I'm excited for what the future holds for AEW.
1: Speaking of AEW, one, two, three, big finish time, WrestleMania. We're going to get to your Fastlane predictions. Um, there's also a few things on SmackDown NXT, but we were talking about AEW. Let's start there. They got a pretty big card. They are having they have them um, some gimmick for this week. But uh, the main event is Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker in an unsanctioned lights out match these two have had some fun violent altercations over the last few months this seems like it will be a launching pad for the winner to probably maybe challenge Sheeta. so i'm excited for it but uh Nestle no so who you got thunder rosa or brit baker
0: i i got i i i just i can't go against thunder rosa i just love me some thunder rosa so i gotta pick her i every love both time. of these women
1: they're two of my I, the, I think the aew women's division is slowly but surely getting a little stronger. And I think these two are two of the reasons. I do think Thunder Rosa wins, though, as well. We also have, you talked about your tag team, Mox and Kingston are actually facing the Good Brothers on TV
0: this week, Nestlemania. In a match that nobody would probably care about, I will be interested in seeing because I think that it will lead to something interesting down the line. This match in particular, I'm not really excited about, but I think down the line, it'll be, it'll be more later.
1: I'm excited to see Mox and Kingston together because I think it's going to be magic. The other thing is like, Wrestle boner of the week, especially for me. Cody Rhodes versus Penta as Teto Miedo. That's going to be a good match, right, baby? Let's go. Sign Let's me go up. Let's go,
0: Penta, baby. Every single time. I think so. I was confused on the whole thing because I thought this would be a great match later on online, not just servicing it next week, but whatever. The fact that's the other thing, too, I forgot to add in my hope the Penta thing, having the Spanish commentator talk for him was great. I thought him talking about Cody's daughter, obviously getting personal because we know Cody gets those personal storylines and. He's got to have those heartstrings pulled for everybody because he's everybody's favorite guy. Yes, um, facts only. I think everybody just kisses his ass. That's
1: that's all it really comes but down you should, to. You should, you should, you should kiss his ass. He's a fucking, he's the fucking stud. I kiss his ass too. He's great. I love Cody. You can't diminish his accomplishments for me. He's the man. What accomplishments? Every, what accomplishments he, does, he makes better.
0: What accomplishments? Company
1: wouldn't exist without him. So you should all be thankful for that to start. He's great. And him and Penta, This is I'd be fine with this being like a best of three. Like you said, I don't think this is just a one-match day, and I think this is going to be longer. My most underutilized talent of 2020 was the the Lucha Bros, and Penta's one of them. Um, so, yeah, let's get him on a bigger stage. Him and Cody, sign me up. We head over to NXT Nestlemania. Um, compared to last week, it is a much smaller week because uh, the biggest match is Dexter Lumis versus Austin Theory Part 12.
0: I, I have a soft spot for both these guys. I just I like well, I I love what they're doing. With I them. love it. I, I the chloroform thing worked for me. I just thought that Dexter Loomis just screams star. I don't know what it is about him. He's just he's unique. He he's just, so unique. He's just so mm-hmm. weird, and I like mm-hmm. weird. I, we know that. You, you get yeah okay whatever. Let's keep it in your pants. But anyway, I like Excuse weird. Me? You like you like you, you listen. Sometimes people get a little weird. It's okay. Listen, normal people scare me. That's what I would say. Normal people. What are they hiding? What are they hiding? Because they're weird, too. That's all I got to say. Dexter Everyone's Loomis, weird. big W, because Johnny is probably going to be ner- all nervous and so will everybody else on the way.
1: Yeah, so. Johnny's losing that title to Dexter. They're using...
0: I, Like I said, like
1: I them i was worried when they when austin theory popped up back down in nxt after having a main roster run but hitting him with the with the way is the most genius thing they could have done i think he's been fantastic playing his role uh next up i uh, will actually la knight will be making his in ring debut as a note um but the other match that is booked is isaiah swerve scott versus leon ruff how pumped are you for that one
0: I do like both of them very much. I think that the problem I have with NXT, and I think I've been I've been told by some people that I'm not I'm not necessarily sure this is like the truth. So I take it with a grain of salt. That because you know NXT is moving to Tuesdays because of hockey, obviously, um, and not because of AEW. You guys are fucking morons if you think that's the case. Um, yep. Uh, I've been told by certain people that I that I have relatively good relationships with that there is another NXT show coming. So I, I, when I watch some of these matches, I go, this is great and all, but it doesn't mean anything, really. NXT Dark. Yeah, I mean, they're going to call it, I think, NXT Evolve, but I just, I, I don't necessarily love that there are kind of so many different things here and there that are just like on television, because there's so many good people that are in NXT that deserve it, but I actually tuned into 205 Live this past weekend, and 205's now down to a half an hour, guys. So that shows you something's changing. You know they're 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 you know well because they
1: they tape that around one of the main shows so yeah. they gotta kind of spit it in
0: but it's just it's odd to me because but my my boy uh, you know August Gray was holding the, the main event down so I had to check that out because I love him I love AG so if you go back and watch that he had like twenty minutes too against uh Aria Divari and it was really really good well so.
1: let me let me put it this way for you guys because I I don't watch two hundred five every week if somebody tells me something's awesome I'll check it but WWE give like satisfies you as a wrestling fan in terms of how much wrestling they give you oh you're not a big fan of rod smackdown well look at nxt's unique 205 live is its own unique thing we have nxt uk they're gonna if they make another nxt show like you're saying nxt evolve like they're servicing you Where like you can pretty much watch wrestling every day of the week and get a variety of different guys it's the top talent in the world at all different levels like they have it for you so you're getting serviced as a fan it's too much for me a lot because i just that's just a lot but it's if you're a diehard wrestling fan you want to watch wrestling every day WWE's is doing that for you. So I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. No, either. I just,
0: you know, it, yeah. it just sucks because I, at some point, and this is the part that they get by having all the money and all the fame and all the the, you know, luring ability. Eventually, it's like collecting. It's like eventually you have twos and threes of something. Not everybody's yeah. the same, but, uh, but you have but enough people for, that you could plug and play. Like, oh, that person's out; doesn't matter. I have another one that's just like it, and that's you can't treat people that way, in my opinion. You you have to you have to find something that on, works.
1: On the flip side, though, like if you you talk about that, like
0: say a Leon Ruff,
1: I think Leon Ruff would rather be signed to WWE and having NXT matches randomly than to be at like an indie promotion making way less money, not a lot of job security. Like this way, like these guys that wouldn't have jobs if they did cut back, like are getting exposure anyway, so. You know whether they last like a year or two years, like they're always going to have that WWE name on them, so it will always help their career. So I think that's the positive: is more people are getting work. That's why it's great with AEW having more shows. That means they have more people getting opportunities. Impact still kicking, Ring of Honor kicking, like New Japan, like that just means more people are working. Which you know what. I'm all for it, man. More, mm-hmm. more chances for me to get exposed on a national level. So that's a long way <clears> of saying
0: uh, Leon Ruff is going to lose to fucking Swerve because Swerve's way better. Yeah,
1: no, I agree. I, yeah, I just I haven't been able to get in the Swerve, but whatever. Uh, before we get to Fastlane on SmackDown, Sasha Banks is defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Nia Jax. Does Reggie flip the switch here, or does Reggie help Nia?
0: I don't think we're going to get the switch here. We're getting the switch at Fastlane, so I'm going to say. Okay. Schmaz. What about this? So what if when Sasha turns on Bianca,
1: not only does Reggie work for her, what if she has Shania Pan on her side too and Sasha
0: suddenly has a big heel stable? Well, I talked about that last week, so that entices me very much, JC. So thank you for playing that my That would be interesting. String. I would be. That would I be just, interesting. I just don't know if Sasha will be able to put people like Nia and uh, Shana in their place because they're technically tougher than Sasha, just saying.
1: Yeah, but Sasha I was beating all of them. And she's going
0: to, I think, beat Nia in a roundabout
1: way. Whatever. But uh, also, we have Edge versus Jey Uso, where the winner will be the special guest enforcer in the Roman Reigns-Daniel O'Brien title match at Fastlane. Who you got, Edge?
0: I honestly couldn't care less. I think that this could have been a coin flip for crying out loud. Save me the 20 minutes. Save me the 20 minutes. Because the promos... I agree don't matter. Hey, Jey Uso, as much as he's been on fire, I, you could put anybody across the ring from him. It would have been a good match. We know it's going to be a good match. It's fine. It just doesn't matter. There's nothing that matters. Nothing. There's no stakes. Well, There, there,
1: there, there are some things, but I understand your overall point. You know what does matter, in WrestleMania, Is so that we're all going to be watching Lane on Sunday. There are six matches booked as of this recording, but I will say, if they add more... Jobberknocker.com is your one-stop destination to see the entire staff's predictions of Fastlane as well as Impact. AEW, NXT, New Japan. If it's a wrestling show, we got to cover it on the Knocker. Like I said, there might be more fun stuff popping up in WrestleMania season. Some specialty articles, maybe my Power rankings in the next few weeks. So you got to always hit up Jabberknocker for that. Also, tpublic.com slash Knocker. There's even more merch up there. Merch, 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 much, yeah, merch. I, I got to say real buy, quickly, buy, if, buy.
0: if you're getting that stimulus package, you need that stimmy. You got to go to Knocker. You got to go to tpublic.com slash Jabberknocker and get your stimmy, stimmy, Stim- yeah. Stimmy, yeah. With the dollar bills. and also I'm going to be getting that for show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that one, I I, th- I Ray said it because it's off of the re- the regular, I got to say, so the original joke is Joe saying that our boy Umberto Carrillo would be the shimmy shimmy yeah, and then Ray being a weirdo and trying to be funny did the stimmy stimmy yeah, and then someone says that needs to be a t-shirt, and I said, okay, since TJ's doing all sorts of stuff, I was like, I'm going to get my hand in the t-shirt stuff just to help TJ out because he's got a lot on his plate. Because TJ's doing all that stuff over uh, on T Public. And I also helped them out with our new Jobber knocker Red Sox T-shirt that's out mm, there on T Public. Yeah, if
1: you're if you're a baseball fan, you like the Red Sox, get your Jobber Red Sox. Cause guess what? They're probably gonna be jobbers this season. So honestly, you should just wear those uniforms on the field, baby. Oh, look at that. But yeah, T you can obviously if you don't want a t-shirt, you can get long sleeve shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, magnets, masks, like you name it, T Public's got it. So check out that for sure. all our Twitter handles are in the description. Facebook, Instagram as well. But WrestleMania, we're heading to fast lane. And first up, we got a SmackDown Women's Championship match: Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, with Reginald defending against Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. I'm taking Let's go, girls. We're going out tonight. We're defending our titles. Then we're hitting the shops with Reggie. We're gonna get him looking sharp. Then we're gonna get drunk and talk about how great we are
0: i just want to see how long you're gonna go i could have kept going now you're gonna up, say you know "I feel like a reggie dun, dun, i'm know, gonna whatever. say
1: i feel like a champion
0: so here's, here's here's i gotta i gotta i gotta really lay it out for the people here the whole year the whole year from wrestlemania to wrestlemania from wire to wire your boys have been doing predictions and tj has been putting a leaderboard up folks and Ray Ray has been at an absolute barn burner of a lead for most of the year. And now there are three people, I believe, that are nipping at his heels. Maybe four. I don't have the, the, the uh, prediction scoreboard up in front of me. But Ray is slowly losing his lead. He still thinks because he's a cocky bastard, he's winning the whole damn thing. But there are like 45 matches for WrestleMania, six right now for Fastlane, probably an impact or two, and maybe an AEW thing we may do. Who knows? So there is a chance for someone to dethrone Ray. If Ray wins, he wants to. I, I, I volunteered for this. Ray will spear me into a pool because that's what Ray wants to do once quarantine is up and we can all be a Jabberknocker family back together. But it is uh, NestleMania is nipping out his heels. I believe DQ is nipping out his heels. I think JC is. I believe I've kind of fallen back a little, but I got a chance. I got got a chance. We got a chance. RKO out of nowhere. We could we could potentially have a disruption up at the top here of the board. So I have to pick specifically. I'm going with Shania Payne because I have to go with what I know, and that is Shania Payne is so much better with having the tag titles displayed somewhere in a match at WrestleMania. So I have to go with that.
1: Agreed. They can lose to Mandy at Mania, so she gets another moment. But uh next up we have the Intercontinental Championship. Big E defense Apollo defense against Apollo Cruz. I have a feeling this feud has been so good it's gonna extend to WrestleMania. So I'm thinking a schmaz of some kind, but who's gonna win the schmaz? I'm gonna go that Apollo Cruz wins this match. Okay. I don't know how. Maybe Big E gets DQ'd in anger or something, but I think Apollo Cruz wins this match, but maybe doesn't win the title.
0: You're making me change my pick because I was going to pick Big E by DQ because he gives him the steal. But I don't know. Now I'm in a conundrum. This it's tough,
1: man. It's, these, these are the matches that are the hardest because, yeah. like, you just, when you're thinking like they're extending it, like, it really is a 50 50. So, you know, just got to take a shot. I, just, in
0: the I dark. can't, I, I uh, uh. Biggie's the safer pick. I'm going to pick Biggie. For my, sure. my, my, my heart says Biggie. My gut says Biggie. I'm going Biggie. Let's move on. I like on. it. Next up, we have a,
1: I think it's just a regular match, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus Part 3. Um, I'm assuming that McIntyre's going to win because this whole thing is just propping him up to be the challenger for
0: Bobby. Yeah, give me the Mac attack every single which way, uh, you know, because I thought it was last man standing, but I, I don't think it's going to be now. So let's just move on from something else. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. I spelled it out in my hope. Shane McMahon is winning this match in some shape or form. He's gonna outsmart Braun. I don't even know if this is technically a match. If this isn't a match, we can't even score it. It says it's a match, it's a singles match. No, no, I'm Braun saying Strowman like if, if, but the other match that happened on Raw didn't actually happen. That wasn't a match. This that's why I think this will be a match. And Shane's gonna win by like
1: Countout or DQ or some shit. Shane McMahon will be your winner. Alright. Okay. This is my stone cold lock of the
0: card. Ooh. Wow. Stone cold yeah. lock of the card. 316 day baby I need a stone cold lock what what uh, I will also pick Shane O'Sueto, and I will make sure that he wins uh, because it's a it's a nestle lock which is probably very bad
1: I feel worse about that now but uh, <laughs> what, what a lot of people would probably pick as their lock is Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman defending against Daniel Bryan with special guest enforcer likely edge but maybe Jey Uso Reigns is going to retain but that doesn't mean he has to win but I'm still going to pick Roman Reigns
0: you got a ah all over the face if you're going to lose at WrestleMania, so you know what? He's winning, baby.
1: Yeah, agree. Okay, Not much else to say there. So now we go to what should be the main event, what will be the main event, an intergender match between Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. This one's hard to predict because it's. I mean, maybe uh, like somebody wins and loses. Honestly, you know what? I'm going to pick Randy Orton because I think if this match does end, he's going to RKO her ass, and then Fiend is going to come out. But uh, so I guess for picking purposes, I have to pick Randy Orton. But uh, my height meter for this is broken. Like this, uh, is off the charts. Like I can't scale it because the scale is broken. So what happens? You're going to be disappointed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if we just said like no contest? Because that's essentially what's going to be. That's your pick. But if one of them win, then you lose. But if it's a no contest, then you win. Do I actually get the points if I say no
1: contest? If you if you say no TJ. contest and it, if it ends in a no contest with nobody winning. That would be your pick. It's like when, when people put like a lot of like certain things, if you pick win, loss, or
0: tie, you're picking the tie. So if they tie, you'll get the win. I'm picking no contest. There you go. I like it. I want, I'm want. i going to go out on the limb. I like it. And honestly, TJ, if you're listening to this, I better get a goddamn fucking,
1: fucking you point. You will. If, it, if it's a no contest, you get a point. But if, if a Bliss wins by DQ or it wins by
0: something, then you lose. That's, it's going to be This is. I'm, – I'm just saying this right now. I'm going to come back on this program, and I know it's going to be one of those things we have to have a debate about because, honestly – No, I, because I no, so many. there's
1: three There's three outcomes. Either Randy Orton wins by some shape or form, Alexa Bliss wins by some shape or form, or like what happened on Monday with Bron and Shane, it's a no contest because it didn't happen. Fine. Done. There you go. That's all that's booked so far. We all probably right. will get another match or two, but like I said, jobberknocker.com. Uh, we'll have your full coverage for the finalized card as well as everyone else's pick, including the man who's been smarter than all of us for almost a calendar year at Ray Ray of the JK.
0: Don't follow him. He's just, he's so positive. <laughs> it's disgusting. He it makes you want to vomit. Just kidding. He's a great guy. Anyway.
1: <laughs> if you want to see someone subtweet AEW just to piss off fans, Ray does do that.
0: Ray's a, Ray's a good button pusher, I will say. He's very good. He's a, he's a good WWE schlan sucker. On that note, I don't know about that transition, so on that note, we will be back next week with more Jobber knockery. The lawn.